Hello and welcome to the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is the podcast where I review a comic book new or old from my collection in the following factors. Cover art, interior art, plot, and enjoyability of the book on a scale of 1 to 5. This week I'm reading Wicked Things, number 1, from Boombox, published in 2020. For the free video version of the podcast, head on over to patreon.com slash vmcampos. Well, everyone, I hope you're practicing social distancing during these times and spending time with those that you love. Comic books. So my local shops, um, there's a chain store of them. They're all pretty much closed except the main shop. And so they are still, they're still open and curbside pickup and that sort of thing. But no new books are out for this particular week. It's pretty crazy. Diamond uh, Publishers, Diamond Distribution, whatever their official name is, uh, has uh, suspended all physical copies of, of books to be published. So there's digital books. Now, this book that I'm reviewing this week, I picked it up two weeks ago when my local branch called me up frantically and saying the whole mall is closing everyone needs to come in and get their books because we don't know when we're going to open again so i did go in and get my usual books now i also took a quick look at the new issues uh shelves uh and i found this wicked things so that's what i'm reading this week even though there are no new comics especially individual issues out the show must go on and I still have books to read. So let's get started. Now, first of all, a little bit of the background info as usual. Uh, I don't have any background info. I don't know anything about this book. I didn't know anything about this book when I saw it on the shelves. I thought the cover looked pretty cool. I'm judging a book by its cover and I thought it was interesting. So I said, yep, yeah, I'll get it. It's, um, it's eye-catching enough in this cover. So I went ahead and bought it. After reading it, I kind of know now a little bit that it's part of the Giant Days, the world of Giant Days, which also I didn't read, uh, so maybe I'll check that out because I, I enjoyed the book overall. Spoiler alert. Uh, so yeah, that's a little bit about the background info. It's just basically something that was on the shelves, and I thought it looked interesting cover, and I picked it up, so that's, that's easy. All right, the cover. This is the variant cover, cover B, the second cover. This is by John Allison, who is the writer of the book, but he also did the cover. The, the regular artist is Saren. But I got the variant cover. I, th I guess this one spoke to me a little bit more. I think it's an enjoyable cover. I like that these characters are very cartoony, kind of angular. We'll meet who they are inside, of course, if you don't know who they are. And they're at some sort of elegant get-together or something, tinkling glasses of champagne, and then a kind of an uh, interesting, very basic uh, orange cover, plus their logo. It's all like curvy, but with a block serif, sans serif font, wicked things. It's kind of cool. It's uh, I'll give it a four out of five. It's like very mysterious, like, what's this about? Wicked things? I have no idea. And they've got a couple of wicked expressions, so it caught my attention, like I said. It's uh, stark colors compared to other comic books. It's very sort of cartoony, uh, interesting graphic design choices in this. And I think it worked for me, so I picked it up. Four out of five. 
Interior art is by Max Saren. They did the uh, regular cover A. And this interior art is in that same sort of cartoony vein of the cover, but way more cute cartoony. I really enjoy it. Again, I'm a sucker for this style of art. It's very expressive. I love some of these expressions from the ladies, from all of the characters. Each particular character seems to to be like a, a real person and it all is because of the expressions and their posing and clothing and it's just great. I'm really enjoying this art. I'm gonna give it a five out of five. The scenery is created well. Again, the expressions are expertly done. The panel layout is has a variety of styles in terms of are there little panels to focus on action? Are there large panels to set a scene? Close-ups of expressions can be really nice. And I feel I've seen this sort of style of art before, perhaps subconsciously when I go to the comic shops. There's a lot of great detail, even though it's a cartoony sort of book. Uh, there's a particular shot when the main character, Lottie, is uh, completely embarrassed at what just happened at the restaurant and she's kind of walking away. She's uh, There's three instances of her uh, on the panel, which is a great comic convention that you can't do in other media. Uh, her expression as she uh, is completely humiliated and leaves the restaurant is perfect. A lot of great detail. Uh, there's a shot of a, a variety of coffee devices. There's that one Italian coffee maker, whatever that thing is called. I forget what it's called. But these expressions, I just love them. They're just so good. This is a five out of five of interior art. It's juvenile, but not in a negative way. I think it works still very well to create realistic characters that are actually very cartoony. The plot, okay, well, once again, like I said, the, uh, the writer uh, is John Allison, created and written by John Allison. It's about um, newly 18-year-old um, friends, Lottie and Claire. They live in, uh, in England, and they're going off to university. But again, I don't know any previous backstory. I don't know if there was any previous backstory, but just what I get from actually reading the book, they are teen detectives. They solve crimes. They're best friends. Um, they're gonna go off to move to different places in their university times and they have one more sleuthing adventure that comes in by the end of the plot. But the beginning of the plot is uh, Lottie was nominated for an award in National Solver magazine. Uh, 18 under 18 so she got nominated for it and she's kind of incredulous about it because she feels underappreciated and so Claire and Lottie uh, take the train over to the Savoy and they're going to uh, be uh, awarded now they meet some other uh, teen detectives uh, with various uh, levels of success and snootiness and then uh, Lottie meets one of her heroes Kendo Miyamoto, uh, there's a cultural misunderstanding on purpose, which leads to something else, and then the plot keeps going. So it's about friendship, it's about sleuthing, like in the vein of Nancy Drew and such. It's about friends hang having one more hangout together before life changes. And then a big mystery, a big thing that happens that changes their plans. That's where I won't reveal it. But I enjoyed the plot. I give that a 4 out of 5 as well. I liked the world that they created. I liked the characters they're writing. I think the way that they talk to each other is, is very realistic, on point with these types of characters. I thought it was enjoyable. I get a sense of each of the characters, how they are, in a very short amount of time, and again with no backstory on my part. So I, I thought it was enjoyable. The plot is a 4 out of 5.
The enjoyability of the book then is also a 4 out of 5. Again, I liked the world, I liked the art, I liked the colorization. The colorization is also very nice. That one is done by Whitney Kogar and uh, lettering by Jim Campbell. So the, the colorization is also nice. It's, uh, it's very subtle. There's enough gradients here and there to give the sense of depth. It's a little bit of cell shading and that sort of thing and pleasant colors all throughout. There's some like fun uh, background things here and there, like they have Maria Bamford, old baby. So they're obviously a fan of Maria Bamford. That's pretty cool. Everyone should be. Oh, I just noticed a little doggy at the beginning of the of the plot as well. That doesn't really show up anywhere else, but it's just a little doggo there with its tongue out back at Lottie's room. Like it was very messy and such. So, yep, very enjoyable plot. I can't wait to see the next issues. Again, hopefully in this pandemic, we're still able to get our comics in one way or another. Here's hoping. Conclusion. I recommend the book if you're interested in like this genre of humor, of realistic characters with a little tinge of something extra. I do recommend it. Uh, detectives, young detectives that are sleuthing and trying to find uh, mysteries, uh, trying to figure out mysteries. Well, if you like Scooby-Doo, if you like um, Sherlock Holmes, etc., uh, Nancy Drew, that sort of thing. I think you'll like the book. I think you'll like the art. It's humorous. It's not juvenile. If you want something different than the usual superhero fare, there's plenty of comics out there that will soothe the savage beast. So definitely check this out. I recommend it. I've been enjoying the comic so far. So once again, if you'd like to see the video version of the podcast where I actually show you the comic book, minimal spoilers, go to patreon.com slash vmcampos. You can follow for free on Patreon to be alerted to everything that I do, including end-of-the-month comic book hauls and giveaways, weekly reviews of comics, top lists, cosplay, San Diego Comic Con, Magic the Gathering, and more. If you pledge at the $1 tier, you'll unlock exclusive access to things, and at the $2 tier, I'll actually mail you a comic book in thanks for pledging. In any event, don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, share, comment, all that good stuff. I really appreciate it. Or simply follow for free on Patreon. Patreon.com slash VMCampos. So this week I read Wicked Things number one, published by Boombox in 2020. This has been the weekly VM Campos comic book club, and I'll see you next week. <laughs>